Welcome to yet another episode of Surprisingly Spiritual. I am Yay! Anya. I am Dr. Witch. Hey, hey! We're here again! Again! Again, guys. Again. again and again and again. We can't get enough of us because we can't get enough of each other and we can't get enough of you! Someone just realized that uh, I hit the record button. And, uh... I guess, I guess Moose is joining us for this episode. Yay, Moose! Tell us about what's our subject today, Moose. Leave me Moose. alone. I want to nap. Moose. Yeah, he's not you very talkative. You want to talk about Yule? <laughs> Yule what? No, he wants oh. to go He wants to go hide under my mattress. All right, you. thank you. Thank you, Moose. It was, it was great having you. Thank you for that contribution. Ah. <sighs> But yes, we are going to be talking about Yule slash the winter solstice. I think, you know, we were just talking about this before we started the episode. Yule is actually probably the most appropriate title because Yule is more explaining just this time of year. This This season. This whole season. season. This whole time of year is just the Yule time or the Yule tide. Yule tide greetings. Yule tide carols. Ooh, look at you. (laughs) That was beautiful. I'm, I'm, when are you I'm, coming out with your album? <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas album. The, Chris, the Christmas album is the one album that, like, every everyone did. Like, every band, every singer always had a Christmas album. That's true. Maybe just, I should do, like, a Dr. Witch Yule rap. <gasps> yeah! Oh, my God. I should, I should do that. I think that, that should I be, like, a little, little extra for y'all later. Maybe yes. I'll write it, and then we can put it up after this. I like it. I like I it. Did. I like a Yuletide rap. Yeah. Yeah, I could totally freaking do that. You're gonna come out with the the. You're gonna come out with like the first Yule album as opposed to a Christmas album. Fuck yeah. Yes. I could go down in history like that. I mean, I do want to be a doctor. I am Doctor Witch. It could also be like my rap name, The Witch. <laughs> there you go. I like let's, it. Let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, okay. Tiny little dreams of a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was all still on topic. We're still talking about the season. Yes. <clears throat> the reason for the season. <laughs> His Yuletide greetings. Yuletide greetings. Oh my god. It's coming together. It's starting. It's starting. <laughs> it's coming. Creative flow. <laughs> um, well, first off, I hate Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you were telling me about that earlier today, too. Just how much you hate Christmas. I really don't like it. <laughs> And, like, there's obviously some deep-seated trauma attached to it because, I mean, we're living our human lives. But, (laughs) I don't know. The the family shit, yeah. Like, I ended up in the hospital on Christmas. My dad ended up in the hospital on Christmas. And, like, it's... And that kind of was a whole seven-year dance of him in and out of the hospital. So, you know, Christmas hasn't been, you know, always the greatest. Mm -hmm. But... I'm trying. Yeah. (laughs) I am trying. And honestly, the biggest thing for me when I actually reclaimed, quote unquote, this season was when I stepped into my witchiness. You know, Yule really kind of embodied the whole reason for the season. I know we keep saying that, but (laughs) it really kind of helped me reclaim this part of the year. Whereas before I'm like, oh, fucking consumerism. Oh my God. Now everyone's going to compete. I have no money. Everyone's going to think I don't love them because I can't get shit. And, you know, there's so much added anxiety. You have to see people you don't freaking like at dinners that you don't want to eat. 
and then you know <laughs> you go there you sit there like oh how's your life what are you doing um same thing i was doing last year but probably a little bit more depressed and you know it's just the fake part of christmas that i don't like obviously i don't have that issue anymore because i'm so megan it's ridiculous and mm-hmm. i'm actually quite happy where i am but there's still some res- residual crap that's still lingering that I that came up the other day that I was like, okay, we need to heal this a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, I feel like that's still sort of normal. Like, you can feel better about the time of year and the Yule Tide, as we're we're just. I'm just gonna keep every time I say that word. I'm just gonna say it over enunciated. Do it. That's that's just how you gotta say it. I enjoy it. it. Uh, but, but you're allowed to have your days where it's just like, all right, this is some bullshit. This mm-hmm. is some bullshit. Cause you know, and I know, I know I've even had friends. Like I remember talking to friends years ago who would always sit there and say, no, 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 Christmas time's the worst because everyone's, you know, all of a sudden they're pretending to be nice to you and it's all this bullshit. I'm like, yeah, I mean, okay. But now I'm kind of yeah. like, all right, you can, you can still think that way, but like. Soak it up. You could also, you could also say like, well, maybe that's what you're seeing Cause it's kind of what you want to see. I know that's. That's a little bit cheesy to say, but I'm like, well, maybe people are being nice to each other because, you know, yeah, they're being reminded of it at this time of year, but they do yeah, genuinely want to do Yeah, they're given the permission to or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Because we do live in a society that, that does sort of uh, promote and condemn different behaviors based on whatever. So, you know, at the very least, like, I, ca- I just can't condemn people who are actually actively trying to be better people. You know, if it's at this time of year, like, awesome, good. You should be trying to do it through the rest of the year too, but totally. You know what? If you're you're trying your best now, good for you. Like like pat yourself on the back because uh, some keep it going though. Yes, keep, keep it, it going. going. Keep it going. But also, like I give you credit because you know what? It, it ain't always easy. It ain't always easy. Um, my favorite thing at this time of year is watching a Muppet Christmas Carol. Hmm, that's cool. And like I just I love all the songs, all the music from it, and. Uh, you know, a lot of the songs in there do sort of, you know, remind you, like, you know, you want to keep this feeling all year long. And that's... that's... You want to know what my favorite one is? <gasps> what is it? The Grinch. The Grinch? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, I But, can like, see that. the old school cartoon Oh, yeah. One. I, I mean, the Jim Carrey one wasn't that bad. Um, mm-hmm. Because Jim Carrey is just funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. But I I heard there's a, there's a new one. This is how out of touch I am with all things <laughs> apparently there was a new one last year yeah last year i think and, and i was like i gotta i gotta catch that out because it's animated too so I and i think it's that out. i think it's benedict cumberbatch that did the voice of the grinch uh, no don't like no gusto uh, everybody's so hype about him i'm really not hype about it he's got a pretty cool voice yeah he does so i'll give him that. I as mean, long as i don't have to see his face yeah, you want to see his face you'll just get to hear his voice yeah that's fine that works. I mean, he was a good Doctor Strange. He's a good Doctor Strange. I think. I think the first time I saw him, because I, I kept getting recommended the uh, the Sherlock series, but I never actually yeah. sat down to watch it. It is on Netflix. I just haven't sat down to watch it. Um, Mr. Cancer told me about that the other day. I'm yeah. like, okay, we should watch it. <laughs> we should watch it. Um, but uh, the thing I first saw him in was the Star Trek film where he was playing Khan. Yeah. And I just remember oh hearing his God. voice. I was like. Oh, that's his voice? Well, that's damn. Not <laughs> that's not terrible. I'm not hmm. complaining. That oh my a- god, I totally forgot about that movie because it was a fucking shit show. But yeah, <laughs> no. 
he was good in that. Yeah. Yeah. He was probably the only saving grace for that fucking movie. <laughs> Uh, which sucks because i am a trekkie and like i really wanted that movie to be good because i thought the guy who played spock was pretty good but mm -hmm. that movie blew Uh, blew real hard real Real hard hard. (laughs) (laughs) like the winds during the yuletide i brought it back thank you thank you anya for redirecting us i got it don't worry guys (laughs) she won she won it all i did it um so we've kind of talked about this a little bit in you know our episodes on Mabin and Samhain and even a little bit during our moon phases episode we talked about how this time of year this is this is hibernation period it's the time where you know you've sown your seeds you've planted them in the springtime they've grown throughout that season and come to fruition in the, in the summertime and then you harvested them and now, you know, you've you've collected your harvest. You're able to like you're able to look at all the stuff you've harvested and you look at like live with your shit, yeah, kids. You gotta live with it, <laughs> but you gotta look at it like, oh, this grew exactly how I wanted it to, or oh, maybe this one didn't grow the way I wanted it to, or you know what? I thought I liked that plant, but maybe I didn't. And you know, you kinda gotta start looking at all those things and weighing them and deciding, you know, what do I want to plant next year? Because, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're in hibernation, which means we can start planning ahead for when spring comes around to plant something else. So what new seeds do you want to plant? Um, so it's preparation time um, as we await the rebirth of light. Hooray! Yay. I have this really cute um, quote. It's, uh, after the longest night, we sing up the dawn, which I thought was really sweet. Oh, I like that, yes. I like that. Because mm. it, like, it just gives me this image of a huge bonfire where all these people are gathered around and they're just like going through the night, the longest night, and they're singing and like bringing up the energy. And then the, the sun is reborn, you know, just like yeah. every day. But it's a little bit different because you have come out of such, such darkness. And it's just like, yeah, we did it. Let's sing to the gods. Let's sing to the mountains. Let's sing to everything to just rejoice and I love that image. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. When you said the quote, um, I, I conjured up an image of your favorite Christmas movie, The Grinch. Uh-huh, <laughs> like when, exactly. they're when they're all standing around by the... Down and, yeah. They're all standing around holding hands and they're like, okay, so we don't have our presents, we don't have our tree, but you know what? It's still Christmas and we're still happy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then my heart grew three times bigger. Oh my so god! <laughs> yeah, no, that that one that one gets at my heartstrings a little bit too. Yeah. Uh, cause cause you know it's 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 a beautiful thing, man. Beautiful thing. And plus, I'm green, super green. Yeah, you're okay, very now green. We're, now Look I'm referencing you. another movie. Oh. Fifth Element. It's green, super green. <laughs> I, I was looking at you. I'm like, yeah, you're you're very green. Yeah, check you out. You're super green. Super, super green. green. Super green. Super greeny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so winter solstice or midwinter. It's the darkest night. Uh, a lot of our ancestors who were celebrating at this time were uh, celebrating because they made it through the longest night. Um, mm-hmm. Because if you can make it through the longest night of the year where the dark of the night outlasts the sun through the day, if you can make it through that, you can make it through anything else. And that was that was why it was a big celebration. 
And it makes me think about like our episode on the dark night of the soul. It's mm-hmm. like a physicality, you know, reflection of that. Yeah. Through the season. Yeah, exactly. And if we can, if we're going to be comparing it to other episodes, let's compare it to the moon, the phases of the moon episode. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a new moon phase that lasts for, you know, a couple months. And do you know who rules over the, the new moon? <gasps> Hecate! Ah! I knew you were going to say that! I knew you knew. I knew you knew! <laughs> I got you! I'm doing. We, got, we gotta do an episode on Hecate before the spring comes. Oh uh, yeah, probably. It. Or like just like the dark goddesses, because that would be fun. Okay. I was going to say, we could do a surprisingly spiritual special, or... Yeah. An SSS, a triple S, if you will. Yes. <laughs> yes! I know I said this. And your contribution would be like, I, I'm i scared of her. I'm scared of her. So I don't go. <laughs> <laughs> but Meg seems fond. <laughs> but Meg seems nice. But all the stories she tells me about her get me a little bit scared. <laughs> happens. It happens. Um, I was also talking to you about this, this image of the winter solstice where the people would... Um, They would also, you know, not just in keeping themselves warm, they'd be bringing in their livestock and all that into the house. So the house would be like really crowded. But, you know, it it also talks about how much people back in the day, like really valued everything Mm. they had, their their livestock, their animals were their source of sometimes income, but a lot of times, you know, food and sustenance. And they cared, you know, so much about their their health and well-being as much as their own that they would bring them inside because mm-hmm. you gotta make sure you protect all this time of year. And, and you know that's why this the celebration was regarded in Rome of the feast of Saturn. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the god of agriculture and bounty. Yeah, it was the return of him, the return of of all of that coming back. And it, it's you know like we've touched upon it a couple of times that this is like the rebirth of the sun god. Yeah, you know, yeah. Conquering death. This is where the Oak King, Oak King, is finally defeated, and the Holly King takes his throne back. And the Holly represents hope and potency. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really fun. Like I was, I was doing some research and I was looking up some of the things. Um, you know, some things that I knew, but some things I didn't. Like the mistletoe, mm-hmm. like that was hung over doorways for protection yeah. and fertility mm-hmm. because. The green represented fertility, and the goddess, where the white berries were the seed of the forest king. I'm mm-hmm. like, pagans are so fucking cool, right? Like, <laughs> they're right? so poetic with their living and their intentions. I'm like, this is this is why I'm a witch. This is why I'm a witch. This is why I'm a druid. This shit cool. Like yeah. everything had meaning, and I love the idea of. Not, I mean, obviously, not just the idea, but the actual living with meaning. And exactly, there's, there's, uh, there's something so magical about it. It's because you give yourself purpose in everything that you do and you choose. And, yeah. And why wouldn't you want that? Like, exactly. that's why sometimes I get so upset with how the world looks right now. Mm-hmm. Not that we're going to go that deep, but like the connection to ourselves and to the earth has been lost. It's yeah. been almost eradicated from, you know, the phones that we're given, the other little gifts and technology that we have. And, it's sad so like that's why it's i feel like it's so important to be out there talking about this teaching it living it living it and living it with every intention thought word and action 100 percent agree with you on that um and i do want to you know say you know obviously meg and i walk in pagan paths 
that doesn't mean that, you know, you being a different religion or an atheist or agnostic or whatever you, whatever path you choose, doesn't mean you're not living with purpose or intention. Because, oh, no. uh, you know, it's one of those things where if you don't phrase things carefully, people will take it the wrong way. So I want to make sure that people realize, like, this path works for us and we want people to see, like, hey, we're super excited about it and we we live it. And it's not, you know, we say this a lot on the on the show, like, it's not just the, the woo-woo stuff, but it's mm -mm. things like this that get us super excited. And if it's, if you are on a path that makes you feel like that alive and excited and connected, then good for you. Like, yeah, and you don't have to be a witch. You don't have to be a druid. You don't have mm. to be a pagan. As long as you live with intention mm -hmm. and learning your language and how to express that language by the purpose that you feel, yeah. more power to you, kid. Definitely. I'd like to use this, this opportunity, since we're sort of talking about different faiths, to bring up something that actually was coming into my head a lot as I was trying to take notes for the Yule Tide slash winter, winter Solstice. Laid on me on you. And it's it's really important to bring this up at this time of the year because it's it's this is a disconnect and an issue that I see so much right now, so much more than the rest of the year. And I'll I'll start with like my own personal example. I have a close friend who is a Catholic and when she realized I was was pagan, you know, we would occasionally talk about it and stuff like that. But I really liked when we sat down to talk about Yule or the winter solstice. And I, I sort of nerded out at her. I was like, it's really cool and fun to me that for, for pagans, it's the idea of the sun in the sky is rebirth. You know, we are the, the light of our planet that brings mm -hmm. life is being reborn so that we all can continue and grow and go forward. It's conquered and death. Exactly. And there's something beautiful about that. But then I looked at her and I said, and it's kind of magical that for you, it is the rebirth of the son of God, who was mm -hmm. ultimately considered the light of the world as well. Now, a lot of people will get on my case and be like, well, that's because, you know, Christians in order to usurp pagan beliefs, you know, just took everything over. I know that. I recognize that. So does my friend. I think it's really important that we try to start working in a mind frame like that, that we recognize that, yes, in our history, centuries ago, Christians did come in and take over a lot of the pagan holidays and pagan beliefs and convert them into chaste and pious Christian celebrations in order to convert people more easily. I totally get that. You know, people that, you know, my friend who I'm referencing here gets that. But we have that silent recognition so that we can go on just enjoying some of these similarities because I don't want to hold on to negative thought patterns that existed centuries ago. And, you know, I think that's I think that's something that we should all be considering at this time of the year because as you were saying with like consumerism, things like that, this is a time of year where as much as everyone's trying to be better to one another and, you know, treating everyone like a neighbor, we're also getting angry at certain things like, oh, Starbucks and their cups and like, oh, they, they did the wrong cup or, you know, 
this is the signs of key. Like, yeah. Just like we were talking about before we started this episode, those <laughs> yeah. are probably the same people that don't practice what their religion preaches. Unfortunately, like they, it's just like everything has to go upon a, a certain order. Like it's a cup, dude. Like yeah. if you love JC, Jesus Christ, for those who don't <laughs> know what I'm saying, if you love JC, go for it. Yeah. If you love. If you love the god and the goddess, go for it. Yeah. Why does it have to be like my dick? My religion dick is bigger than your religion dick. Yeah. Like that's what I feel like this is, and <clears throat> it's just as prevalent on the pagan side mm-hmm. as it is on the Christian side, yep. and which is really disappointing because mm-hmm. both faiths preach acceptance, allowance, unconditional yes. love, yes. and that is the entire point of this. You know, so what that, you know, pagans were around first. So what that the Christians took the idea. If anything, you should be honored that another religion would see the prevalence of what you are living and what you agree upon in order to express their facet of belief. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody like, oh, you know, paganism is better than Christianity because Mm -mm. some never it's just like anything else. Some things work better for other people. Some people need a whole lot of freaking structure. Christianity mm-hmm. is pretty good for that, especially yeah. Catholicism. There's a lot of, I say this in quotes, structure, mm-hmm. okay, or aka dogma. And you know what? Some people like that. Some people like to live like that. Do I believe sometimes it can be a crutch? Yes. Do I believe it can be sometimes restrictive? Of course. Mm -hmm. But there's also some things in paganism that I don't agree with. That's why I label myself as a witch. I'm not solely a pagan. And you know, I do take some practices from Christianity as well. I love the angels. The the Elohim, the Anakian, which are angels, but the higher tiers of them, like that is also of Christian faith, but that's also of Hebrew faith. Mm-hmm. There's all different things that I take from all over. I'm very eclectic in my belief. And you know what? So how, how am I going to stand on my soapbox and tell somebody they're better than the other when I should be living what I believe in rather than preaching to another? Hell yes. Hell yes. And I'm, I'm, you know, I think it's important to recognize that it's, I don't want anyone to think that we're saying it's, it's Christians are the problem because they're not. I know plenty of people who do just want to go to church and celebrate Christmas and, you know, let you celebrate whatever. I know plenty of Christians who are happy to say Merry Christmas and don't mind if someone says Happy Hanukkah back, you know, mm-hmm. like th- plenty of Christians who are Plenty good people who are very open-minded to the idea of live and let live. Just as much as I'll see, you know, certain pagans who just get super angry about things that happened centuries ago. And I'm just like, if you feel the need to hold on to that anger, I can't stop you. But I, I just personally don't see how that helps us grow. And I know part of the idea is, oh, well, they're targeting us and whatever. I'm like, but I can't help but feel like it's not productive to keep targeting because two wrongs yeah. do not make a right in yes. any religion that you yes, look at. Yes, 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 <laughs> And I just feel like it starts to it, you see it so much this time of year and unfortunately it starts to mar the season a little bit because mm-hmm. because you want to see that idea of brotherly love. That's why I love the fact that I have people in my life who are different faves, you know, 
whether it be, you know, now I see so many more people in the pagan community. I, my, I celebrate Christmas with my family. I was raised Catholic. I have Catholic yep. friends. I know I have Jewish friends and I have atheist friends. I have an aunt who is Muslim. Like there's, there's, I love the diversity and I want us to be able to celebrate the diversity. But I also want to say for anyone who might be listening, I think it's, if, if the idea of differences makes you uncomfortable, I'm not going to sit here and condemn you and say that you're, you're bad or wrong. But what I would like to think is maybe you try to work through that by finding similarities with people around you. And then once you have established a connection of brotherhood or sisterhood with that person through your similarities, that's when you can start moving towards talking about the differences. Yeah. And have an open conversation. Like we're exactly, hopefully all the people that are listening are all adults. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, that's why it sucks. Like when you meet family around this time of year, like there's three subjects you can't talk about and Mm -hmm. it's, you know, religion, politics and what money the great pumpkin what the great pumpkin hey we could always talk about the great okay. pumpkin we can always talk about the great sorry i think Snoopy that's actually from that shit <laughs> just just remember like three things i've learned never discussed with people religion politics and the great pumpkin mm-hmm. so, just seemed right yeah probably money probably money is another one so. definitely one you don't talk to talk to co-workers about no. i know that um but yeah, it's, it's, you know, and, and maybe you're a I love talking with people about the different ways they see life. As long as you're not, you know, harming someone else or infringing upon someone else's right to exist and be, then, you know, like, I, I love hearing about differences and ideas. Like I have, I have friends that have some things that I'm like, I, I don't agree at all, but, um, but let's talk about it let's let's com- let's compare let's notes. this yeah let's 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 dig into it and you know i'll share my stuff we'll share back I, I i like being able to live like that and i feel like when i live in that way people are more willing to open up and be expressive and share yes. themselves and maybe even consider different ways of thinking like i i don't know i don't know understand the whole reason behind the idea of like no, we have to get angry and get upset about this because I find the more I open with people and talk to people and really try to hear out what they're saying and then maybe share some of my own things, the more likely they're willing to hear me back. And exactly. maybe even... It's about that even exchange, yes. even energy exchange. Like, here's my life. Okay, cool. Tell me about your life. Cool. Let's, like, co-create. Let's have a conversation. Let's let's see. What do you have? Oh, I have this. Oh, cool. Let me, like, show you what I've got over here. And it goes deeper and deeper Mm -hmm. until, like, you're fully open. And that's the way we should be living. It shouldn't be a divide. It shouldn't be, like, oh, you know, my God's better than your God. Like, darling, we're all here. Mm-hmm. We're all here on the same plane. Yes. <laughs> like, even if your God is better than my God, you're still here. Yeah. <laughs> like, so maybe we can learn something from each other. Yes. Um, so I really felt like that was important to say in this episode. Like, I, I just would, I think it would be great to start seeing this time of the year not be something where we're all getting upset and offended by cups or the idea of you know it's 
Christmas wasn't wasn't Christmas. It was winter solstice first. You know, keep the Christ in Christmas. Like I, I would just like love to see us move past that and into into a a, a day where we're just appreciating. Yes, everything because that's that exactly. should be what this time is about. It really so should be. Let's let's get into like what the winter solstice has to offer. Yes. So I have um, some things here, like the Yule tree. The Yule mm-hmm. tree traditionally was actually decorated outside the house, mm-hmm. um, and practitioners or people who celebrated Yule would actually write down their wishes and tie them to the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, they would also put things like ornaments or more adornments on mm-hmm. the actual tree of what they were looking for in the year that was coming which I think is so freaking cool. Like, yes. you're putting it on a tree. So let's think about that. You're literally putting on this beautiful grounding element that mm-hmm. has roots. So you're putting the energy of your intention and tying it to it so it's being rooted for you through Mother Gaia to come through on a 3D plane. Yes. I think that's freaking beautiful. I think, I think that's... that's like, and I don't, I, don't even under, I don't even think they understood the energetics alone of it, but no. like the whole intention behind it was just so beautiful. Exactly. And they would... And they would even um, decorate it with garland, and that would was an offering to the birds, you know, to kind of help sustain, like, wildlife uh. that was living or awake, I should say, during mm-hmm. the winter months. And, um, and then the tradition started to happen where people would bring trees into the house mm-hmm. as a form of protection. Yeah. And always, you know, we're talking about trees. A lot of, a lot of people who celebrate Christmas know an evergreen tree because mm-hmm. that the time, the evergreen tree... It was always alive at this time of the year. So it was a good reminder that you'll... Is that why it's called Evergreen? Yeah! Yeah, that was the... (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry, was that too obvious? (laughs) But, but... Obviously not enough. (laughs) Just making sure we spell it out. Just in case. But it's the good... it's, It's that whole symbol of the idea that... You bring in the Evergreen tree. A tree that lives the entire year. And it's a good reminder that you'll you, this too will pass you'll huh. you'll continue you'll. growing you'll oh my gosh oh my gosh i think the episode's <laughs> done right there <laughs> and then my my favorite um tradition of this time where i actually had a class a couple years ago where we made our own yule logs Ooh. and i loved that because like i put Traditionally, the way I make them is I put three holes in like a log that you find, dried it out uh, for three different um, candles. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to get fancy, you could put four for each season. Fancy. And and it, the whole tradition was to burn it throughout the night. Obviously, there's mm-hmm. like a huge bonfire, but everybody had their own Yule log that they would bring into their hearth. And it was said that the longer it burned, the faster the sun would come back, which Ooh. I thought was like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. They're trying to bring the sun. And, you know, this also was saved to light the actual Sawin ritual um, flame the next year, which Ooh. I think is just so freaking cool. I love that. I mean, like, that's just so cool. Like, you gathered all this energy of bringing the sun back. And now, as the time is t- starting to die, you say goodbye to it with that that log that you had held that energy with. I'm like, yeah, you guys are cool. This like, is amazing. That's smart. Ah. <laughs> oh, I so love I that. actually hope I can get to make my Yule log this year because my parents are so down 
is what I do now. That's awesome. That I think like my my mom and my dad would actually really kind of enjoy it. So I think I'm gonna do it maybe this Saturday before before the full moon because I would love to bless it and consecrate it on the full moon. Yeah, that would be cool. I know we have a we have a wood burning stove, so I'm wondering if I can just take one of the logs that we have. Yeah. Maybe do something like that with the with the. Make yourself like a little baby one. Yeah. Like, do something like that. That might be fun. Because, again, the whole magic of the season. Mm-hmm. There's there's just bringing out the magic of the time of the year and what it's supposed to mean. It's fun. I have... Okay, this is a Christmas story, but it's about Tell spiders. Me. So... Tell me. <laughs> what? I want to share it because that's me sitting here with my little spider figurines next to my desk and... Little baby spiders. So... There's a story, I think it was uh, in Germany, and um, so the family brings in their Christmas tree and gets it all set up, and the spiders are hiding in the attic because they're like, what are they doing? What are they doing bringing in this thing in the house? And then, you know, they decorated, the family decorates it all up, makes it look all pretty, and the spiders are looking down at it like, oh, it looks so nice. I want to I wanna go see it. I want to go see it. So they come down from the attic, and they crawl around inside the tree, and they're just they're just admiring and loving how beautiful this tree looks but they don't realize that all of their little like webs and strands are getting caught up in the tree and it made it look kind of like dusty and webby and so it didn't it didn't look as nice anymore and they were they were a little sad but then santa claus came to bring the presents and he saw you know he was he just saw that the spiders were really excited to see the tree and you know he being santa claus being that the the sort of like that figure of the season of giving Mm -hmm. he like he he saw that you know this family spiders were super happy to see it but he also knew that the mother of the family that lived in the house was going to be really sad to see all this little spider webs all of the tree so he actually transformed the spider webs into tinsel oh that's funny and that's why they decorate the trees in tinsel and I think that's a cute story because because if there's a story with spiders in it and spiders are presented in a good light, I'm I'm all about it. And I uh, just just for the record though, I hate tinsel. Uh, I think I think tinsel. <laughs> but I don't hate spiders. I love spiders. Yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I like tinsel though. I remember there was like an ongoing fight about tinsel and garland with uh <laughs> with my ex-husband like there was always like a fight like when we were together for a little bit and like every year it was like we're putting garland on the tree i'm like i don't even fucking want a tree (laughs) and then i actually put like this thing on facebook i'm like garland and tinsel is it a go or is it a no and you know the consensus was like uh tinsel tinsel was a no but garland was a go and i'm just like oh you peep god get on my level no my my when I was a kid um, and we would get trees um, at my dad's house, we would always put the tinsel on the tree. We put garland and tinsel, but the tinsel, the tinsel was always sorry. just, the tinsel was always fun for me because I loved the way it made it just look like icicles and stuff like that. So yeah. um, that, it holds a special place in my heart because of memories. Then but. I will not say anything more about tinsel and yeah. garland. I love both of them <laughs> and, and they're amazing. And goddamn it, if they make you happy, and if we eventually end up living together as actual hetero life mates for life, 
then we can have tinsel and garland everywhere because if it makes my baby happy, it will happen. Love, you're allowed to dislike garland. And weren't we just talking about how, hey, you do you, man. You Com- do you. Compromise because I love you. Okay. Well, you can still and do you. We have to have a black tree. Does that work? One one room has a black tree. <laughs> the other room has like this. This is the tree we show the family. This is the tree we post pictures <laughs> up up on uh on on Facebook. Like, look, we're all decorated. Santa came and whoop. <laughs> it's like, oh, what's this other one? Oh, that must be Megan's tree. <laughs> there it is. There it is in all its glory. It's just black. It's just black. Did you, did you guys buy like a it dead? It looks like it just got burnt. I was gonna say, I'm like, did you the Charlie Brown Christmas? Tree. People come over and they're like, did you guys buy a dead tree? No. No, and I'll thank you not to insult my wife like that. Thank you. Get out. <laughs> it would just have, like, one sole little raven on it. It would be so cute. Maybe that's what I would do. Oh, my God, I'd make it a Hecate tree. I was just going to say, I'm like, no, you would put something, like, red on there for Hecate, right? Yes, I'd do, like, keys and daggers and ravens and owls. And then maybe I'd have, like, a cute little Cerebus puppy on the bottom Oh, no, put that on the top as the angel. Oh my god, yes, with three a three-headed puppy yes. on the top. Oh my god, dude, it's happening. Like, I might plan for this next year. Oh my god. Can you buy Especially a Especially if I have my own place. I was gonna say, oh, can, you. can you buy a black Christmas tree? I mean, I'm sure, yes. but I've yes, never seen you one. Can. Okay, yeah. as long as... That's, cause to me, I'm like, that's the biggest part. <laughs> Just gotta make sure you can actually get it. Hell yeah. That is Done. good. All right. Meg has got her Christmas next year sorted. I'm I'm glad yes. we're, we're we're this far ahead. It's 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 only December 2019, and you've got December 2020 planned out, man. And March for my birthday. Yes. we're having a Halloween party. Halloween party, <laughs> love it. So Yule, moving back to Yule. <laughs> Hello, Yule. Um, for the Yule log, you can also uh, I usually put some like herbs on there, mm. some other adornments, the colors I use for ribbon and stuff like that would be gold, red, silver, green, um, herbs would be cinnamon, like anything that's solar related. So mm. cinnamon, citrus fruit, star anise, cloves, rosemary for protection, Ooh, like pine cones for protection, ivy, holly, obviously, and poinsettias. Yeah. I saw something recently, um, since you mentioned pine cones. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a cute little thing, I think on Facebook or Instagram, one of those Yes, things. I saw that, I know exactly what you're yeah, talking you know about, exactly. I'm totally doing it. And you wrap up, I think it's like, you know, your, your goals for the next year, your wishes, the things that you want to achieve and accomplish, and you wrap them up and you put them inside the yep. pine cone. I think that's really you cute. with wax. Yeah. And yep. it's, it's, it's yep. like, it's like almost, a, I, I like it because it's like, not everyone can burn a Yule log, but mm-hmm. maybe you can find a way to burn a pine cone. Just yeah, send that energy like, up you can into totally the... get like a fire safe basin. Yeah, and then just like light, light it up, or get even the charcoal discs and like light a couple of them, like four, and then put it on top of that. Like yeah. that would work. Exactly. Obviously, in an open and ventilated area, everyone. Very important. Very important. <laughs> open ventilation. Um, yes. But that's. I think I just thought that was a really, really cute way to make that ulog idea a little bit more accessible. So, practical, yes. Yeah, practical exactly. magic. Ah. And you know what? That's surprisingly spiritual. Oh my god, it is. Holy <laughs> shit. Holy shit, it fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> Your face, though. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the other thing I love about this time of year, this is, I th- I remember being on a walk outside during winter one day, and obviously it was cold AF. 
And mm-hmm. I think I had just Did you been... seriously just say AF? Yeah, I did. Anya, Listen. who are you? <laughs> what I, have you done with my Anya? I am Anya. <laughs> AF. Hear me say Apparently. AF. <laughs> I am Anya. <laughs> I am Anya AF. I am. You should change everything now. I think I am. Anya AF. I might. I, hello, I am Anya AF. <laughs> what? Is, is, does that mean your last name is Af? No! No. God. That's how I'm going to introduce you from now on. Amateurs. <laughs> get out of my house. How did you even get in here? <laughs> Meg, we'll let you back in the house. <laughs> Family Guy uh, reference. Family Guy reference. <laughs> Uh, back when back when we would watch that show, back when it was good. Yeah, that's. I was gonna say that, but then I was like, oh, it's true. Uh, it's, it's true, Anya. It's, it's true. You know, you know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> now it's too freaking PC. Uh, Fight me. That's fair. <laughs> but I know I was out for a walk in winter and i was thinking about like colors of the season you know we, we think about and we'll talk about this we'll obviously have an episode on ostara probably ow obviously. in case you guys just heard a bang i just banged my elbow on the table i'm fine though i'm fine is it your funny bone um i didn't laugh so mm-hmm. probably not um but just thinking about how like you know at ostara like all of the colors of that season are the exact same colors we have for easter and you know mm-hmm. and it sounds silly to be thinking about, but, like, why is that, you know? And I just remember going for a walk in winter, and all I could see around me was green, white, and red. And I'm like, this is why these are Christmas colors. And I had a conversation mm-hmm. with someone about that recently, like, you know, someone saying, well, why are they automatically Christmas colors? And I'm like, because it's the color of nature. It's the color yeah. of nature at this time of year for most people who are experiencing this this winter time. The, the green of the evergreen trees, the white of the snow, the red of the berries that are still lingering on trees. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's all there in nature. Nature really... Do, I, I think I've posted pictures about it on Instagram. I'm like, nature really does show us the colors of the season. It gives us an outline. Yeah. And if that ain't magical as fuck, man... Look, I said as fuck. I don't know what is. I said as fuck. Is it a magical AF. Magical as AF. I sit here drinking out of my Glasgow mug. Mm-hmm. That was that a pause because we were both having a, a sip of water. At the same time. At the same time, magic. Ah, magic AF. Um, the other thing about this time of year, so I, I know you touched on it a bit with like Saturnalia uh, and big celebrations. At When this started to come around, I know it's weird because... On the one hand, you talk about the people who are in their homes trying to keep warm and trying to just survive the longest night. And sit, you imagine them sitting there with their livestock and, you know, staying warm. But then you also have people who are just celebrating and having these big, massive parties at this time of mm-hmm. year that were were just big, big celebrations. Like in the Yule book for uh, Llewellyn's Sabbath Essentials, you know, they talk mm-hmm. about Yules, Fools, and Misrules and, you know, big events at Feast of Fools uh, in England, a Lord of Misrule, like just a lot of things that today we don't necessarily associate with Christmas, but it is, you know, it's one of the things that the the church kind of saw probably as like debauchery yeah. and, you know, and that's why it kind of got toned down, but this was, it in some instances, this was a big time for celebration on just the time of year. And yep. it's it's 
cool it's it's a cool idea to sort of bring that back with intention. Like I know I don't think I really go to any I was gonna say I'm like I don't go to any massive parties this time of year and then I said in my head, Anya, when when do you ever go when to big you... massive parties? I was just really like to say that. I'm like hmm. No no no, I beat you to it. <laughs> beat you yeah. to it. I was actually Anya, just thinking about Did that, you like, leave the I... house at some point? Your yours oh. is like Meg who let you back in the house. Mine is Anya, did you leave the house at some point? <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't notify anyone? What? You did this voluntarily? What? Shocking. Shocking. Oh my I god. I mean that kind of brings me to another point of yes. like the Yule Tide season in modern times is Sometimes this time, oh, how many times can we say time? Um, say it again. Sometime around this time, people get a little, well, let's just say it, depressed yeah. because yeah. of the lack of family. Because so many people are joining family or, you know, they don't have somebody with them or maybe for you're, whatever yeah. various reasons. Like myself, like I get slightly depressed around this season. It, you know, it has to do with the seasonal affective disorder, mm-hmm. SAD, because um, you know, the sun is dying, and, and then we get the rebirth of him on the solstice. But it's still very but dark, you know. What? It's still very dark, so... Yeah, you know, yeah. Even and if, you know, even if the days get longer, it's still still a long time to be in the dark and very cold. It is, and it's just, it's very interesting because I know I miss my family. Mm-hmm. I miss having, like, my big family around me, mm-hmm. and I remember being younger and getting a special Christmas dress mm-hmm. and going to like three different parties in one week and being able to see like the people that I love. And as I've grown older, I really wish I would have have appreciated that a little bit more than I did when I was younger. Like I, I didn't really particularly care for going dress shopping, but now looking back, I'm like, but I did have fun, you know, mm-hmm. I did like it. I did like dressing up and looking cute and having fun with my cousins, having fun with my aunt and uncles that I don't really get to see anymore. Yeah. And I, and one of my intentions at the beginning of this year, which is very funny, is, uh, is that I wanted to have some sembl- semblance of that back. Mm-hmm. And I f- I'm finding with the people that I'm choosing to have in my life now are actually bringing that kind of life back to me and it's just it's really nice to see that like with my people that I'm working with at work now like they really have become my friends Mm -hmm. yeah Um, and with Mr. Cancer like we're going to a couple Christmas parties and I'm just like and I have so much fun with him Mm -hmm. that it's like I actually get to enjoy it Whereas with other, you know, people like where I'd be, I'd be worried, like, well, maybe they're going to think I'm too much this or I'm going to be too much that where I'm actually with someone where I can freely be myself and be like the wicked witch that I am (laughs) who likes to have fun and also loves to love people. Like he, he's, he's shown me that, you know, I can still be myself, but also be myself to that extent too to love people the way I love people yeah and so it's nice to have that back it's nice to have that sense of of community that I have been lacking for a lot of my older years Mm -hmm. and it's also really great to see the family dynamic between my parents and I like 
I, I love them to death, but I don't particularly love living back at home, as mm-hmm. I'm sure all the other 30-year-olds, mm-hmm. <laughs> 30-something-year-olds feel that way, too, because I know there's a lot of us out there. Yeah. But it has given me a renewal of appreciation for them, for the things that they have sacrificed for me when I was younger, for the values that they've instilled in me, and that I'm able to give that back to them you know, now or otherwise. And it's just, it's nice. So in a way, yeah, I am definitely appreciating this season more, 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 definitely more. Good. And I think it's important to call out that this time of the year, as you were saying, it can be tough for a lot of people, whether it be, you know, just the fact that the sun is not as present and that affects, you know, seasonal um, associative disorder. Am I saying that right? Effective. Effective. Okay. Um, Thank you for correcting me. Whether it be something like that or whether it be, you know, maybe you don't have family close by. Maybe you feel like you're on your own. Your family, you're living in one place. Your family's living somewhere else. Maybe you don't have family um, around at all. Mm -hmm. Or um, maybe you don't have a good connection with your family and that means you either distance yourself from them or you know, you're, you're stuck there, you know, and you don't want to be, it, it can be a tough time to try to find the good in it, but there is good oh, somewhere. Cool. There's magic everywhere. Somewhere there's, there's magic yes. everywhere. If you just are able to let yourself see it or to create it. Yeah. Even if it's just, you know, you got to have um, a meal that you didn't have to cook or something. Mm-hmm. There's a magic in that. There is a magic in, I got a couple minutes to myself and I got to just stand outside and look at the stars if you're mm. having a tough time dealing with people. But also, yeah. like I wanted to say to you after, you know, you know, you opening up and sharing some of your, your memories from when you were a kid and how you wish you had appreciated it more. I think one of the biggest lessons that we get from our childhood is that because I don't know a single child who has become an adult that has appreciated things the way they should have. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's just because kids don't think that far in advance. They're just thinking exactly. of being in the moment and that's why we don't appreciate the things as they are. And that is the biggest lesson any of us will ever learn from our childhood. And it's it's so good that many of us grow up and start to learn that so we can mm-hmm. see like, yeah, you know what? I did like having uh, Christmas in all of these different ways. How can I bring that into my life because it felt better? Being present. Exactly. Being present. So like, that's the biggest gift that this year has given to me. And I'm, I know we're going to go into this in our year uh, recap. Yeah. But appreciation and being, <clears throat> excuse me, and being present are the, the biggest things that I've learned this year. Mm-hmm. Biggest things. Yeah. And so just, I think, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to say that, you know, I get where you're coming from with the idea of not appreciating things, but also a good, a, a good reminder that you are, you are doing awesome with where you are now. Because you're 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 seeing like you know what I I remember this and I wish I'd appreciate it more but let's turn that into instead of a regret into making it something that I can bring into my present life to get that feeling oh, definitely. back definitely definitely and that's and how you do magic like, guys sharing it and sharing it with other yes. people like I remember I went out um, for the night before Thanksgiving mm-hmm. 
with a couple of friends and you know it was kind of people like I just met so and we're all you know drinking and smoking whatever Mm -hmm. and you also went out with me I think we got burgers yeah that was was the night after yeah oh okay sorry I went out with um, I was gonna say I'm like that was a rocking night you got burgers and then you were going out partying too damn yeah damn you party animal and I actually, I, I passed the, uh, the girlfriend initiation test because good. I went over, I went over there. Congratulations. Like, thank you. Thank you. I went over there. I was like, I was like, yep, I'm going to get grilled. I was like, and they all know I'm a witch. Mm-hmm. So fuck it. I'm going to bring my cards. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> because like, I didn't have anything to bring and I was going over to somebody's house and I've been always taught that it's always, you know, customary and cordial to bring something to somebody's house when you're going over there, especially mm-hmm. if you're first invited. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I don't have anything. I was like, wait a minute. I have myself. Shit. I'm good. And <laughs> so I told, I told the girl, I was like, hey, like, I didn't bring anything. I was like, but I brought my cards. And she was like, oh, and like the three other girls were like, oh, and I was like, all right, cool. Steal deal. And I, you know, I sat down and I, I read everybody's cards but I remember we were outside after we had like drank a little bit and I was kind of opening up more because mm-hmm. I really like them. They're all great people. That's awesome. And, but they're younger than me. Oh, okay. And, mm-hmm. and I said to them, I was like, guys, like, and we were talking about family. We we're talking about obviously Thanksgiving. And I was like, guys appreciate what you have now. Mm-hmm. Like I just appreciate it. I know that sometimes we don't want to go. We don't want to see family. We just want to like chill at home. But at some point, you will not have the same amount of people that you do now, whether it's death or moving away or change of views or whatever it is, just be present and appreciate. Yeah. And it was, it was just nice because all the people that were there were actually kind of really received that advice. And then, you know, freaking Mr. Cancer's like, yeah, Meg's turning 46. And I was like, really, bro? <laughs> gotta, gotta, what? I can't even, I can't even with you, bro. <laughs> You gonna you gonna play me like that here he for all your feel friends? Like such like a sage, like or, or like a crone in that moment. I was like, all right, thanks. It's, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like well, one fuck you, but second of all, yeah, you know, fine. Yeah. I'm I I know I I own my crone. I own my crone. Yes. Oh, I like that. I own my crone. I own my crone. T-shirt. I want a shirt that T-shirt. says that. I own my. Cr- I want that. My card. This yes. my card for this month is the crone. Ooh. Oh, I forget what my card is. I gotta look it up. Oh, I've got it on my phone somewhere. I think it's like, I think it's 10 of discs. Oh, I like actually, that. I haven't looked at your spread in a while. Like I want to, cause I know it's on my phone. I want to pull it up and just yeah, see Yeah, we should dive up. into that. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, mm. I know we'll talk about it in the, the sort of end of, end of year recap that we'll do probably next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I love the fact that you brought up Thanksgiving cause I, I also had like a. I felt like it was a pretty good, like, it's, I'm, I'm good. I was going to say open Thanksgiving, which sounds silly yeah. to say, but it felt like no. I was being more open with myself in a lot of different ways as well. And that really made me appreciate where I was, who I was with and how fortunate I am a lot and more. And wicked awesome you are. Oh, thank you. Thank and you. how lovable and how balls and how much of a light you are. Yeah. Yeah, oh I'm glad god. we can finally see these things. Oh my god, do. my Capricorn son can't take this. Oh my god. Well, I will love you. I will love you and love you with my son 
in Pisces. <laughs> and then I will build you things with my moon in Capricorn. <laughs> well, I am, I am like, here are cookies. Thank you. This is my yes. Taurus moon. You know what? We compliment each other so well. I... The, the, you know what? I, I, it sounds silly, but I'm like, I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Because I do really like baking cookies sometimes, man. And you're really good at it. Thanks! I really want but to you're really bake- good at regular food, too. Like, I remember from the day I got back from Massachusetts until, you know, now, <laughs> you have been nothing but supportive with your food. <laughs> and, oh, remember that, like, pesto thing that you made? Oh my god, that dude! I like dream about the food you make sometimes. I'm like, I wonder if I could ask her to make this if I picked up all of the ingredients. I was gonna say, I'm like, guys, I have to clarify that pesto thing was literally cooked pasta and peas, and I spooned a bunch of pesto onto it, and I grated some Parmesan cheese. No, not some. There was there was. A hefty amount of Parmesan. Yeah, there was a lot of Parmesan cheese. Because we both loved cheese. This is what I did. Uh, but it's one of those things that it sounds so silly, but like, it's, like, I might have not like cooked or baked things before because I like, I, sometimes I just don't know how. Like, I have to guess mm. a lot of times. Um, but then once I found out it was a Taurus moon and everything was saying like, Taurus moons are really good, are big on like, you know, foods and probably cooking and, you know, physical comforts, I was like, I am owning this now. Now I'm gonna own it. <laughs> I was actually just talking to somebody about this. Um, you know, I, I was at my store and I was talking to her about certain things. I was like, "Oh, well, what's your sun?" And she was telling me, and she's like, "I was like, oh, cool. What's your moon?" And she's like, "You know, I never really got into that." She's like, "I really should." I was like, "Honestly, it's a wonderful equation that helps you understand yourself, so yeah. you know what you're." you know, limitations and your expansions are. So, you know, like, okay, this is the way I act because of this. So how can I open myself up more? Yeah. And like, I told her about that and she was like, oh my gosh, she's like, that's such a different way of thinking about astrology. I was mm-hmm. like, really? It's just a formula. It's just, the, it's just yeah. a vibration that makes you up for you to understand yourself yeah. a little bit more. And she was like, oh my God. And then I actually directed her to our podcast, hey, hey, which, very nice. which is wonderful because I'm pretty sure she was a very, um, prim and proper woman mm-hmm. and you know I am much different when I'm at my store uh-huh. um, I'm very regal oh. one would say um, <laughs> well then this will be interesting and I'm like oh god she's gonna listen to my podcast and just be like oh Jesus this woman curses all the time <laughs> <laughs> oh that's she just say the f word <laughs> like oh she just said it again oh god oh, she just said oh. it again oh my goodness is that the c word what the hell <laughs> uh but it's it is i mean i know we've already done an episode on it so we don't have to talk about it more but it is fun and i know like there's so much more to dig into on it like the houses and mm-hmm. things like that but just even knowing like you know I your think, natal exactly just knowing just knowing your your sun your moon and your rising is it gives you something to think about and you know for me like it might have been something that i was sort of denying in myself for a while like you know the comforts of baking things or something like that and then all of a sudden I saw that and I was like so I'm gonna own it I'm gonna choose to Mm -hmm. own it because you know I I like cooking things like I I know we have we have Halloween parties in in Scotland and you know 
We never know how many people are going to show up because, you know, on Facebook, everyone's just like, yo, no, yo, we're interested. And it's just like, what do I do with this? What do I do with this? And I've already got, like, t- a few of the friends whose house we're having the party at saying, Anya, you're going overboard. You're going overboard. Like, what do you do? You're going overboard. And I'm like, but I like making food for people, making sure everyone is satisfied and happy. And especially in terms of, like, food comforts. And eat it, goddammit. Just eat, eat the it food. And Eat the food! <laughs> Just like you should at Yule time. Yes! You did it this time. I did it you this did time! It this Not time. as gracefully as you, though. Not I'm, as gracefully as you. I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud Thank of you. You, you did Thanks. it. My goodness. So, that's that's Yule. It's the... the fe- oh, we could have brought up Festivus. That's <laughs> Yule in a chestnut. Ha ha uh, ha! Get uh, it? Because chestnuts roasted uh, on the fire. Uh, I, it's not funny when you have to explain the. I saw this thing the other day, Instagram maybe, and it was just like, God help you if that chestnut was not roasted on an open fire. I am leaving. I'm just like, <laughs> it's so intense. My God. Okay, I'll oh my go God. Okay. I'll, I'll go. Re- I'll go remake it. Uh, but, <laughs> but that is that is Yule, and it's it is, for as stressful and hectic and as much of a we have a much more complicated relationship with this time of the year these days Mm. but for all of that there's still so much beauty and magic to be found at this time of year oh my goodness yes yeah especially with the when when the snow falls and that silence yes it's just that is so magical to me. I love the cold. Mm-hmm. As much as I need to put on 18,000 layers in order to enjoy it, I love the cold. I love walking in the snow. I love hearing the crack of it underneath my feet. I love the powdery like wind, that cyclones that happen when the wind blows. I love, oh my God, I just love it. I love the, the crispness that goes over the lake and, oh, and the freshness of the air and how beautiful the sky looks. It's just... Winter is beautiful for me. And yeah, so I like, <laughs> I like winter if I can sit inside under a blanket next to a window and watch the snowfall. But mm. we were unable to record earlier this week because uh, we had a big snowstorm and my power kept going out. And yeah. then the very next day when my power was still out and I could not work, I went outside and shoveled for two and a half hours. Yeah. So. I think we I think we said this in either the Maven or the Sawin episode, the idea of the approaching winter and hibernation period, and you were you were you were even then talking about oh winter it's beautiful and and camping in winter and oh the, everything and everything and dies and <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like I'm just dreading shoveling, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I do I I think I also said like dude just, I literally thought of that when I, when you text me yep I'm out shoveling I'm like oh. oh. She yep. forewarned about this day. She said, she prophesized, and lo and behold, <laughs> we're like five days into December, and here I am, three hours Living of shoveling in two days, um, <laughs> and then you know the, the ice always makes me nervous. But but yeah. I will say like every now and then, if the snow is not too heavy, and I'm if I'm shoveling, if the sho- if snow is not too heavy, if it's moving real, if I can just kind of if I'm moving it really quick. There is something nice about hearing nothing around me. 
Mm-hmm. And just that silence is such yeah. a beautiful sound. There's been other times where oh, I remember getting so frustrated with it because I had had a bad day at work and I was angry and just no. really fucking irritated at work. And it was like five o'clock. It was dark outside. I still had to shovel. Nothing was going right. I stepped outside. The snow went into my boots and all of a sudden my toes were numb. I was, I was in angry hot frustrated tears and then i just collapsed wasn't that last year i thought it was the year before oh okay <laughs> it could i mean it's it's i would like to it's think traumatic enough it's traumatic enough but um I'm, I'm pretty sure that was two years ago um because i don't think last year was was as bad but no you're right you're yeah. right it was not so was. luckily I've, I've i've grown a little bit in the past two years but, yes, yes. um, but, you know, even then I was, like, trying to just, like, you know, whisper, like, silent prayers, um, to my mm-hmm. god and my goddess, just, like, like, I just want to get through this, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be grateful, but I'm just in a really bad place mentally, and just, and then all of a sudden I realized I was shoveling in the dark, and I didn't need a light, because the moon was so, was full. Mm-hmm. It was full and it was bright and it was like the only light that I needed. And I was just sitting that's there, I'm like, beautiful. I was sitting there and I'm still kind of in a bad mood. I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess that's kind of cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's kind of cool. Whatever. Yeah, thanks. It's kind of cool, I guess. It's, it's like when you don't want to like show someone that you're really impressed with what they did. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It's better. Yeah, cool. And the wind like stopped just like beating me down. I was just like, yeah, okay, I appreciate that too. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but then I went and then I went inside and I'm like, it, it took at least an hour to two hours for me to feel my toes again. Like it's, it's not fun. It's not fun. But we're also practicing gratitude this time of the year. Like I'm very grateful that I had I had and still have a house to go into and yes. heat to turn on and a reprieve from from some of the cold outside because you know, not everyone has that this time of year, and which is scary. Which is very scary. So, you know, no matter no matter how much or how little you have, like, be grateful for it. Be grateful yep. for it. I mean, I remember this time last year, I didn't have heat. Yeah, so. and it's it's it is scary, and you know, for as frustrating as it can feel to be someone in their thirties living with their parents, you've got heat. You've got yes. Food. Now I have heat. I have a hot shower. <laughs> yes, you got heat, a hot shower. I've food in my stomach. I mean, I'm paying for that, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm just like, thank the gods. <laughs> Hell yes. Um, and and with that, you know, just the reminder of practicing gratitude, and you know what? Also, guys, take some time at this time of the year to do a little bit of quote unquote. We'll call it human hibernation. How about that? Human hibernation, which just yeah. You know, take some time to just sit and chill and look out the window and admire what it looks like out through your window as as much as you can wherever you're living. Um, think about the time of year and maybe take some time to get a little bit more rest in, but then also take the time to figure out what you want to do when spring comes around. What seeds do you want to plant? Make your human hibernation time partially about rest, but also about planning. And also to be able to give without expectations. Yes. Like, if you're giving this year, you know, if, of to whomever, just give from your heart. Yes. And, and make sure that you don't put yourself in a position where you're going to regret it. 
for the entire year because nothing is worth that. No. Just give from the heart and not from the hand. Like, I, that's how I live. I and, love that. And being able to receive as well. Yes. You know? Yeah. Because everybody's worth it. That's very important, too, because everyone thinks so much about giving to others. Um, it's important to also give to yourself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes okay. giving to yourself means just opening up and being ready to receive. Um, and that's also important this time of year. So thank you. That was I liked that. Thank you. You're, I try. Every sp- once in a while, I got one. You're a little bit surprisingly spiritual over there yourself. Oh, well, thank you for <laughs> noticing. <laughs> but I think that's going to do it for this episode on Yule. Um, if you have any questions or you want to tell us about some of your own Yule or winter solstice or Christmas or Hanukkah or any sort of things that you're doing at this time of the year, let us know because <laughs> we, we like that. We like that diversity. We love knowing what people are doing. This is your community guys. We do this for you because love we love you. We appreciate you listening. We really do. But, so um, I'm Dr. Witch. Yes, she is. Find me. On Instagram at Dr. Witch. And now, <gasps> finally, on Facebook as Dr. Witch. Finally got my name change approved. She Yay! did it. Woo! <laughs> and, and who are you, Anya, again? <laughs> I like that. Who are you, Anya? <laughs> who the fuck are you? <laughs> um, Anya A for AF. Can you please Anya tell AF? us where we I'm can find Anya. you? Anya AF. No, I don't want to confuse people. I am Anya AF, but you can find me on Instagram at Anya Spins and on Facebook at Anya Spinnings. And that's Anya spelled A-I-N-E. All right, kids, hit us up. Until next time, same bat channel, same bat time.